Hi, Dory. Hi, Katie. Um, how you doing? I'm good. Welcome to my studio. Oh, it's your studio yeah. today. This episode is going to be my studio. Okay. Um, it's a multi-million dollar um, establishment. Mm. And as we have we a s- huge team of people we on do. the other side of these um, hey, movie cameras. Joe's it's getting fired after this. <gasps> Don't tell him. He's our production guy. Who's going to do this after this? We're going to get a better one. <laughs> yeah. I pe- People wait in the, wing, in the wings. Um, Joe is the one... He's the one that thought that we should use the RGB microphones. <gasps> oh, and that was a Joe thing. Cutting them out. Yeah. Got it. That makes sense. Sorry, Joe. Please stay till the end of the day. We had a paid. lot of hate from that and it dropped our ratings. So <laughs> that I'm going to beat this like a dead <laughs> horse. I will mention it as many times as I can think of. Like, hate the light up microphones. I love it. I. It was very funny. I hope you're not offended that we keep bringing it up, but um, it is please, very funny. Please continue to comment. It's, yeah. it's fantastic. <laughs> a comment. <laughs> Per episode, yeah, like don't like don't go us. crazy. Yeah, okay. So, do you want to hear some depressing? I have some depressing numbers for you today. Is it have anything to do with our business? No, it okay. has to do with age. <laughs> so, yeah, as the elderly you do in the realize room. that um, we're right around both of our birthdays. Yeah, <laughs> I'm aware. <laughs> okay. I had to do math to see how old I was going to be. Oh, one of my girls Someone in my youth group me, asked me yesterday, she's like, how old are you? And I was like, oh. yeah, Jackie's daughter asked me, we were at dinner a couple of weeks ago. She was like, how old are you? And I was like, I literally pulled up my phone to do yeah, the math. I and she no goes, idea. you don't know how old you are. And no. I was like, hey, it's <laughs> like after 21, I stopped paying attention. Yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. So anyway, here's okay. some depressing numbers. Um, so there was a study done that was kind of measuring creativity across ages. Okay. So they had like 1,600 kids, 1,600 teenagers, 1,600 adults. So they tested. Um, 98% of four and five-year-olds came up with a bunch of innovative ideas to solve problems. They were kind of thinking outside the box. Right. Um, by the time it got to the adults, 2% were thinking outside the box. And we're coming up with wacky um, solutions to things. Um, That kind of hurts, I think. Kind of sucks. We're aging, getting less creative. But why? And also, why do we care? That's bad because we are in a field that we need to be creative. Okay, I'm saying like the royal we. Like the people. Oh, the royal we. Like we old people. Okay, (laughs) I thought you meant you and me. I was like, that's bad. No, I think we're pretty. Yeah. (laughs) So um, this episode is going to be learning how to unlearn. And I know that... Sounds very confusing and stupid, and maybe it does, but it's really important. No matter what you're doing, we do it a lot um, because we try to stay creative. So um, this is how we come up with interesting solutions to a plethora of problems that I never thought I'd have to think about. Um, so uh, <laughs> I keep my notes are so all over the place. Like there's like tiny words. Cause I'm just, I should have retyped this with a normal brain. Um, uh-huh. cutting out. Um, I was, this is my creative brain <laughs> and it's I gotcha. I'm just kidding. It's just sporadic. Um, uh, with your OCD, how does your creative brain brain work in your notebook? Cause I know you're very particular about your notes in your notebook. So I will say there are a few things on this page that are bothering me and I was just frantically trying to get them to like I have arrows where I've inserted things and I've scratched things out. Um, I'm getting better 
Um, her name is therapy and she's doing good things. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it is kind of aggravating, but I'll never write in a different color than black. In any yeah. of my just, books. just so everybody has kind of an idea of this. Um, she had to go buy, out and buy pens. We have a ton of pens, but she didn't. They're bring... not the right pens. Okay. <laughs> so we had to take notes. She couldn't take notes because she didn't have the right pen. So we literally had to go buy her pens, um, so that she could write on there. And then it has to be specific color. A specific type of pen. Black. Um, she organizes her notes very specifically. No, I have arrows, dashes, and dots. It's not that difficult. I don't I don't understand. <laughs> it's not that it's difficult. Like, it's so very particular. I'm just saying, just so everybody has an idea. Sounds all of our like fans out there. All of our fans. <laughs> all of our fan. Um so okay. Uh, so why does it matter that as adults we get less creative? How does that happen? What's going on? So um, in my scraggly notes research, um, there's a quote I'm going to okay. read to you All from right. the Harvard Business Review. So strap in. It's Harvard. They're smart is what I'm told. Um, unlearning. So, oh, no, drop a little. Went a little ahead. That's not what we're going to talk about yet. <laughs> um, okay. So as we get older, adults tend to focus, like from teenagers to adults, we tend to focus on the right answer to things Correct. instead of just like going for it. I really struggle with that when it comes to patterns and laying things out like in an interior decorative style or even for here, I want to add different panels to the wall and they're like octagon things, but I don't know the right way to lay them out. But there is no right way to lay them out. It's just however you feel. But I'm like, okay. That's because the man has taught us there's a right answer for everything. And we're taught to learn the right answer. Yeah. Like, so then as you we go focus school, our life like, on yeah. getting the right answer. What's right? the right thing? Yeah. Um, and the man would be um, Dr. Oz, correct? I have no idea who the man is. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, the royal, it's the Taylor man. Swift. She's, okay. She has a song called The Man. Oh, got it. Okay. That was yeah, deep cut. Not that deep. But a cut. Um, anyway, so yeah, we focus on the right answer, not Is the that creative an album? answer. It's deep a song cut? called "The Man." Oh, what's deep cut? Oh, it's like if like quoting something that's not like super popular. So it's like oh, like oh yeah, it's like oh that was a deep cut. Like gotcha. oh, I went back into the annals of time and kind of looked at the okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's good. <laughs> like referencing a joke that I made three years ago between you and I, that'd be like a deep cut. See, when you say deep cut, I hear like purr. Okay. I don't know why. Oh, oh, yeah. like Debo. Like yeah. got you. Uh, no, it's like, yeah. Although I haven't ever heard Debo. I don't know what that is. Is this one? Anyway. Is, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're we're going to put this at the end for a ramble. But you don't never heard Debo? No. It's like, oh, like you own somebody. Like you like. Um, See, this is why I, I'm older. Debo. 10 years older than Katie, which I'm fine saying because she doesn't know how old she is. Um, <laughs> I'm 14. <laughs> yes, I am 10 years older than Katie. But the nice thing about that is that she is up to date on a lot of things. I am not. And I also spend a lot of time on the internet. Like a lot of time. A lot of the things that I say aren't even my generation. I just spend... I do all of our social media filming and editing, so I need to know what kind of trends are happening or what's popular or what songs and different things like that. So I spend... A lot of time on the internet, so I, I wouldn't say I I'm like as fluent with the kids as <laughs> usual. But I, I am doing Duolingo own. for Spanish. Do you think they have like a Duolingo for the up and coming generation? I hear generation? Dua Lipa's new song is great. Oh, you're Dua Lipa. You know that reference? No. Anyway, let's let's get back. This this could go on Dua all day. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
But yeah, as adults, we tend to focus on the right answer and not the creative answer. And when you're a business owner or a marketer like us, you really need to take some time to unlearn. That way you're not focused on what's the right thing or let's get super detailed and explain this whole thing when it's not totally necessary. Right. Um, so a quote from the Harvard Business Review, um, smart people at Harvard is what I hear. Elle Woods graduated from there. Well, the law school, this is business, whatever. Um, it says, unlearning is not forgetting. It's about the ability to choose an alternative mental model. When we learn, we add new skills and knowledge to what we already know. When we unlearn, we step outside the mental model in order to choose a different one. So it's kind of a smart way to say just turn your brain off and zoom Mm -hmm. out and find a solution. Um, So why are we talking about this today? We're talking about it because we do it a lot and creative problem solving is kind of a must no matter what industry you're Mm -hmm. in or what what kind of business you own. Um, Like... I use it a lot for creating effective content and marketing stuff. On my end, I do a lot of the programming on websites. So we might have a client that will come in and say, I want to be able to, I I can't really think of like a hard problem, but like, oh, I want to be able to sell tickets on my website, be able to charge them on the website, send them a ticket, have them check in and save it on their calendar all in one click. Um, this isn't like a real example. I just can't think of the end. And I will sit at my desk, try things, be like hitting, like there's got to be a way to do this, mm-hmm. like beating myself up, figuring it out. And then I just have to stop and go do literally anything else. Yeah. Like go read or a lot of my solutions come to me when I am standing in the shower, leaning against the wall about to fall asleep. I'm <laughs> like, that's it. Or like last night I came up with an idea and I think it was like two nights ago. It was like 930. I was just like, oh, I think this would be a really cool idea. Not that we're doing it. I just want to write it down. Um, so I have for me what really helps is stepping out of the situation Mm -hmm. to find a solution for the situation or even like design stuff. Like, I don't know how we want to lay this out. We've never worked for this kind of company before. What are we going to do? And then I'll just kind of turn my brain off, step away Mm -hmm. and either look at some other stuff or just exist in the world. And for me, the solution just Mm kind of comes in. That's how I deal with problems like with us Within the agency, we'll get to like client problems later. Yeah. But um, so, how do you think that you unlearn to kind of solve the weird? Because we all we do is solve weird problems. We do so, solve weird yeah. Um, so I feel like I've kind of come into this unlearned, right? Like, yeah, I like, don't, I don't yeah. have a background in this. So the way that I do solve any of our problems is coming from a very random random place. I like to call it bass backwards um, because that's kind of how I live most of my life. I <laughs> am very good at solving problems, but I do it in a way that most people will never think about doing it. Um, and it really helps when you come into a field that that's not where your background is yeah. and your brain is taught to function completely differently. And then you come into a field and you still use that brain. You're going to think outside the box. You have to. Yeah. And I think the whole, like the think outside the box thing definitely helps us when we come in and help um, like work with a new client, Mm -hmm. whether they're um, doing their logos or they need somebody to create content for their website. And a lot of the times as business owners, they can be, which we did the same thing when we were building our website, they know that industry through and through. Mm -hmm. They know like 
inside and out how all of this works and so when we're like hey what do you think frequently asked questions like what do you think people will ask we're like how does this flange connect to this and do this and this and that and we're like i don't think anybody's actually asking that yeah so then we (laughs) kind of help the clients kind of like okay we're writing content for people who just need your service. They don't need to know how you do your service. Right. So, um, like, we'll tell them the process of it, but they don't need to know all of these details. And a lot of the times is the business owners are almost too smart to create right. the content. You know, so we kind of walk through and we luckily, just like you were saying, like we come in with no knowledge of this industry. Right. So we come in as kind of a blank slate consumer who would be on the website. So right. it's like, I don't think we really need to know the size of blades you use on your lawnmowers, but the brand is important. You know, like yeah. that won't make a difference to me that, oh, well, we're different because we use three quarter inch blades on blah, blah, blah. And most people use half an inch. Yeah. I'm like, okay, well, instead of saying that, we could say we use top of the line products yeah. that not everybody uses, you know, <laughs> like that kind of thing. So yeah. if you want to read more about them, yeah, I'm going to a video or yeah. something. Yeah. But like saying like, oh, we have three quarter inch blades. And then I'd be like that one GIF from Pulp Fiction with John Travolta. I'd be like, <laughs> I don't know what that means. And I feel like we do that a lot actually with clients. Yeah. They send us all this stuff. And even in the design stuff, they send me like a paragraph that they want included on an itty bitty business card. I was like, no, yeah. no, we don't need that. You don't need that. That's not what this is for. As somebody who receives a lot of business cards, <laughs> I do. Yeah. I have a ton. I have so many. Um, I'm not the networking person though, so <laughs> I'm evidently very social. Um, so I get a lot of them, and yeah, you don't need to have all that. Inf- I won't read it. I won't ever read it. Wow, that's really rude. Somebody worked really hard on that. Yeah, because somebody probably used Canva and <gasps> just yeah, exactly. We we keep our hate of Canva private. Did we I tell you I don't hate that? Canva as much anymore? It's fine, but I'm not going to move our business into Canva designing. I know some people that have moved oh. into 100% Canva, and I'm like, how? Absolutely not. How? No, I can't. I will never. What do you mean? But for some small businesses that have the creativity, and it's very few, to set up their own print work and stuff, Canva oh, works yeah. great. Yeah. And it's a good way. Like, Well, we have a client that set up their entire like branding guidelines PDF on Canva, yeah. and it was great. Yeah. But I can't. I, we can't work in there. Yeah. I can't imagine like no. building something. Again. But, I would pull my hair out. There's um, too many. Um, if they have the pro version, they can download it in a vector mm-hmm. format. Yeah. However, <laughs> some, a client just did this for me and I was so excited because finally a vector because they used to send me stuff, but do they, they don't put a picture on Canva they, until it was vector. Mm, yeah, oh. <laughs> they so they don't understand like bleed and margins oh, yeah, and all well. of this stuff. And Obviously, for print, I have to keep it within a certain whatever. And anyway, um, yeah, they sent it to me. Super excited. And then I realized it screwed up all of their fonts. None of their oh, fonts were like, actual fonts anymore. Oh. I couldn't edit them. I couldn't do anything with them. It was a mess. Um, well. The the photos, <laughs> they were just images in a vector file. Yeah. Which does not do yeah, I got doing. really hyped one time. It's like, oh, yeah, we have a vector version. And I was like, it's happening. Like, this is the day. <laughs> and, then and then you, you get, get it. And, and it's like, like uh... it's an Adobe file, but it's an Adobe file with a picture in the middle. <laughs> it's like, you're not wrong. You like, cannot you... put a picture in Adobe but that was something like... and save it as an EPS and that be a vector. No. The, that was no. something that the printer sent them. So, like, the printing company <sighs> that they use sent them that. And I was Shame like, on them. Shame on <laughs> yeah. them. Yeah. 
dishonor on you, dishonor, dishonor on your cow. cow. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Adobe has their own ver- like version of Canvas. It's called Canva. It's called Adobe Express. Yeah. And I use it sometimes just for like quick graphics, like for social media graphics, like for stories and stuff. Cause it's like, oh, start, and then yeah. throw some text on there and then just put it out there. Um, but yeah, for like real artwork, my brain has been trained on Illustrator. So going into Canva is like, it's like, it's like going bowling, from an art studio to yeah, like, like a table just, with crayons. Like it, well, just, it does a lot, but there's just a lot of limitations and, in, in what you can do and how you do it and how you drag things, which is supposed to make it easier for people who yeah, don't know Illustrator. Yeah, Illustrator, yeah. We are really um, getting off, off. Oh my God, I know. This is definitely <laughs> going at the end. Okay. But yeah, Canva is great for its specific purpose. It's not great for us. Like, I And if you haven't out. bought the pro version, do not send me anything from it. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Unless it's just inspiration. Yeah. Inspiration <laughs> is fine. <laughs> um. So, yeah, many business owners are just so knowledgeable, they're unable to relate to their customers. So that's something that we help, like, when we're thinking about branding or we're creating content, like blog posts and things um, for SEO, is we, like, basically help them to unlearn. Because you need to be able to unlearn so you can empathize with your targets so that you can create content that connects with them. Right. Um, So, like, us, when I'm writing things about, you know, blogs about technical SEO and different stuff like that, we need to actually, like, probably not many people that we would want to service or even know that technical SEO is a term. So, you know, it's kind of like, oh, maybe maybe spending all that time writing that wasn't great. But, you know, like, we need to be able to unlearn so we can put ourselves in their shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, and we do that for, I mean, we're always doing that. Even we have clients that we've been working with for years and we know everything about their company, but we still have to unlearn every time yeah. we create a new content strategy to be able to say, what are people looking for now? Okay, well, why would they ask that? That's so easy. It's like, it's not to it's everybody. Not. It doesn't you've make, just, yeah. yeah, you've been living this life. You don't know what people outside of it mm-hmm. really understand. Um, so unlearning also helps you, like we were talking about, come up with creative solutions. Um I think personally, I don't know if it's really unlearning what I was talking about before. It's just like getting out of it to be able to find, like getting out of that situation to find a solution. Yeah, it's just backing up. But sometimes like I'll, on almost every new website that we build, a lot of our target demographics are people, like I have people in my family that fit those target demographics. So I give it to them and I try to see how they're thinking through things, how it makes sense, um, because a lot of times we'll get content from the owners of the business and it'll get written up and it all makes sense. And we've been building a website for a month now, so it makes sense to us. But then you put it in the hands of somebody else and you're like, oh, yeah. I think we're writing at too high, not like an intelligence level, that's crazy, but like too high of a knowledge level in right. the industry. So, and I'm a great one to bring in on this stuff because I usually don't build the websites. So then she'll show them to me and I'll be like, what? Yeah. What's that? I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> what is this big word? Yeah. Um, no big words. Yeah, but not like that big word. I don't know what the big <laughs> word is, but you know, whatever. Um, I'm going to have to go look up the big word. Okay. <laughs> Good luck. Thank Let you. me know what it is. I will. Um, yeah. So I think that's something else that when we're talking about filming stuff for social media is a lot of businesses will be like, you know, cause I'll say, 
I'll come, we'll ha- I'll hang out for a day and we'll just film what's happening. And they'll say, oh, well, I mean, nothing's really happening here. Like, yeah. There's nothing really going on. And I'm looking around and I'm like, what are you talking about? Like the stuff that you do is already cool. We need to showcase that. Like my brother, for instance, are trying to do more on their social media and they have a machining company. Um, and he's like, well, we didn't really do anything cool. We just made a couple of these parts and they're kind of boring. And I'm like, no, like you should have <laughs> like filmed the machine, like spraying the water and cutting the metal and filmed it in slow-mo or filled it in fast pace. Like yeah. you don't find that cool cause you do it every day, but other people will. Yeah. And that's something that people will watch, you know, just like, uh, uh, the hair salon type of places like oh we're just doing some we're just dyeing and then mixing color it's like yeah i'm gonna film you mix color yeah <laughs> because people you know you guys usually go off into a back room to do that so they now do. we're gonna show literally them. they go off yeah. into a back room yeah they go into a literal bank vault yeah <laughs> <laughs> and uh fil- and that was like we're filming that we're filming this we're showing how this goes and i always use the example of how it's made yeah i love how it's like made. everybody in that factory knows how it's made and they're like, oh, why would you even care? Meanwhile, me, I'll sit on the couch for like five hours and I'll watch how they make erasers. Yeah. Um, like my Ooh. favorite one yeah, go ahead. was um, pressing vinyl. I still don't totally understand how it's done. I'm like, how do these grooves have sounds? Like it still like blows <laughs> my mind. But it's stuff that's like when you're in it, you don't. You know, Dirty like a, Jobs. Do you remember that show? Love. Oh, oh it was fantastic. I hear it's coming back. Oh, good. With Mike Rowe. I, I mean, it, yeah. yeah, it has to have coming back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, he's, along with um, Tim Allen, he's America's dad. Yeah, he's Mike cool. Mike Rowe, yeah. You know, he has a lot of scholarships. Does he? Yeah, he, like, does um, scholarships for, um, like, blue-collar trade stuff, so, like, oh, electrical cool. school and, like, iron Do you know how else I like Ty Pennington? Is that the one? That he's a like- carpenter guy who used to do, like, the house makeovers. Oh, my God. I was thinking Chris Lee. The one that like got arrested. No. Yeah. <laughs> like he got arrested. Oh, the one at like home makeover yes, that yeah, always yeah, looked yeah. like geeked out because he's like, "Are you ready?" You yeah, know, he's yeah. like crazy. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. You know who is like an I HGTV put those star all now? All in the same boat. Yeah. Who? Not gonna guess. No. Guess. I'm, not, I'm not guessing. I don't guess. Um. Oops. Forgot his name. <laughs> <laughs> I will. He was a rapper in the '90s. Um. It was um. Vanilla Ice? Yes. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Vanilla look at ice. me go. <laughs> I was like, it's not iced tea. I was like, it's... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he is. My mom oh. loves him. Big fan. <laughs> he's Yeah, so he like renovates and like flips houses now. Go Vanilla Ice. Yeah, he's doing things. Anyway, back to the story at hand. Yeah. <laughs> what we got. But yeah, like when you're the business owner, you don't... You think, oh, we're not doing anything important. We're not... Um, there's nothing else for us to say, you know, so you need to unlearn your industry to create good marketing content. And honestly, the big thing is to empathize and connect with your audience, I think is a really big deal from print marketing to social media. It's not just, Oh, film stuff you think is boring. Like, yeah, that too. But also, you know, when you're filling out mailers, you need to understand, you know, what you're trying to say to these people, the problem you're trying to solve for these people, mm-hmm. how they're feeling, you know, like for, um, keep it simple. Don't go wordy. Yeah. Like if, unlike me, just <laughs> word salad, just talking, but, um, like for the water restoration company that we work with, it's like, okay, they're not looking for a history of you 
and to learn more about you and everything else. Put that on a different page. Yeah. Do not put that on the thing. Like you want to say, call us now. We'll be there in an hour. Yeah. Because they're not going to Google it for fun. They're going to Google no. it because they're up to their <laughs> shins and water. I want the water. background story of this yeah, restoration. Yeah, like, company. actually, yeah, How I'm going to wait. <laughs> yeah. Let my me stand in my own a giant, septic water. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, my septic is really backed up, but I'd really like to know if you're a local business. Yeah. Really to, it's like, no. Like, yes, they'll want to know that eventually when it comes to contract signing time. Yeah. But they're looking for somebody to come in and save them. Right. Um, Smallville style. Yeah. Um, so, somebody say, you know that song? Did you ever watch Smallville? Yeah, I did. Okay. The mm. Superman. Yeah, that's how he flies. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, like the theme song on that? Uh, it's been a long time. Okay. Maybe I should rewatch that. And I'm the, kind of in a I'm, show hole I'm right now. I'm about to start rewatching I might, I might it. You should start, too. and then we can we can discuss. I just went through, like, I don't know how many shows in a very quick amount of time. It's so 2000s. I'm obsessed with it. It's, like, early, early aughts. Yeah. It's so good. The music in there, so good. Like, it's... It's amazing. And like nobody's like having sex in the hallway that I feel like a lot of teenager shows do now. I can't watch new teen shows. I know. I can't watch new teen shows. I just can't because I can't relate to them. Like no wonder our like 13 year olds look like they're 18. Also, there's no way you are wearing that strapless dress to school. It's just not happening. No. They don't uh, even let you have like. Spaghetti straps. Yeah. Unnatural colored hair. Like like, it's crazy. Like, in the words of Billie Eilish, I can't relate to you. <laughs> like, I cannot. Um, okay. Wow, we're going to have a big tangent section at the end of this. Yeah. So, I think, um, yeah, so as marketers, obviously, there's no right way to build a website. If there was a right way, every single website would look exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Um, they'd be, everyone would have the same color, same content, everything would be the same. So we use unlearning a lot. And it's something that even though, you know, you're, you could be a landscaper or a roofer or whatever, um, you can use that, use this little like brain tactic to just step back, look at what your customers are needing. It can also help you provide a lot better customer service. Um, you know, there are some people that, um, I actually called Papa John's <laughs> last <laughs> week. I sent the order to the wrong place. And I it was my mistake. Like, I knew I made a mistake. So I wanted to call and see if it went to this other place. And I was like, yeah, I didn't want it to be delivery. I want it to be pickup, and I'll just come and pick it up. And the guy was like, well, I can't deliver it to you. And I was like, no, I'm not asking you to deliver it to me. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know I'm too far away. Um, I just need it to be pickup. I'm like, okay, well – did you have an issue with the app? I'm like, no, like it was my fault. It was a mistake. <laughs> and so I think like, to me, the key, like the big thing about unlearning is empathy. And if you're going to run a business, you need to be able to empathize with people and understand where they're coming from so you can treat them better. Um, yeah. So before this episode, I was just thinking about what can we possibly talk about? We've talked about everything. I don't understand. Like we've talked about different ideas for marketing and whatever else. And then I was like, well, I guess we haven't really talked about everything because we haven't talked about this. So it's called unlearning, but I mean, that's just kind of a term that I was randomly Googling and found it, but we use it every day and every campaign that we use. Like that's how we're able to do marketing for roofers, plumbers, AC people, shutters, uh, hair salons, financial advisors, all of that in one day and be able to do effective marketing is that we kind of pull back 
and yeah, we we wipe the slate clean. Like yeah. we start out with a blank slate every time because if we didn't, we would try to be making the shutters place look like the hair salon because yeah. we just did all this <laughs> yeah. stuff for the hair salon and oh we're great for them so let's no, try right it here, here. Yeah. yeah yeah it doesn't work like that it's like oh so, that yeah. ended up being a beautiful website we should do it again over there and be like well please yeah. don't yeah <laughs> yeah so i'd be like well, i have that with yeah. like logos always with logos yeah. i always have to start out with an absolutely clean slate because there is no oh this is the correct font to use or this is the yeah, correct no. color to use like we i think we do it more than like as marketers, I think we do yeah. it more than um, most business owners would. But like, I think it's definitely something that anybody can use, as, yeah. especially if you're doing your own marketing. So anybody listening to this that isn't paying us, <laughs> you can definitely do it on your own. Yeah. All right. Well, it was a little shorter one. I mean, we rambled a, a lot. lot. Yeah. So we'll have to edit that out. That's but good. okay. Well, you know, Thanks for chatting with me today, Dory. Thanks for watching everybody. Again, see, no colored mic. We're keeping it strong Thanks for you. Thanks for coming to my multi-million dollar studio. Yeah, thank you for coming into Dory's multi-million dollar studio. Just for this episode. Um, yeah. <laughs>